After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. I don't know if there's a more important message after what happened yesterday in Tel Aviv than uh, than Am Yisrael Chai. Avramo Avram Freed, he's brand new with the uh, song Itcha Ani. It opens up the album Bring the House Down. He uh, is scheduled, or we are we are trying to firm up the schedule to have Avramo in studio about the brand new album coming up next week here at JM in the AM. Ari Goldwag with Am Echad, Im Ein Anili Mili, done by Benny Friedman, the cast of the Waterbury Yeshiva album with Hold On. Modim, done by Aryeh Kunstler, Omek Hadavar's Anabekoach, The Holy One, that's Moshav Band, and Regesh, of course, Moda Ani opening things up. And we say good morning. Thursday, it's June the 9th, the 3rd of Sivan, day number 47 in the counting of the Omer, six weeks and five days. Great holiday of Shavuos on the way. It starts this coming Saturday night. Many of you, of course, at this point are aware of what happened in Tel Aviv yesterday. I am uh, appalled at the reaction of those who are celebrating the murder of Jews yesterday in Tel Aviv, as I'm sure everybody in this audience was. At the same time, I'm so proud of the reaction of people around the world who uh, stood in solidarity with and made a point to uh, proclaim their solidarity with the uh, Jews of Tel Aviv and of Israel. Yesterday was a devastating terror attack, and um, the reaction to it, I think, in many ways, was uh, was fascinating to watch, both among the uh, enemy celebrating and among friends around the world finding real uh, love and sympathy for those who were... Uh, victims of the attack. According to the New York Times, two Palestinian gunmen posing as restaurant patrons opened fire on civilians in a popular Tel Aviv cafe Wednesday night, killing four people and reigniting fears of terrorism in Israel, just as a recent wave of Palestinian attacks had seemed to be waning. Dressed in black suits, the two men sat down and ordered food, according to witnesses, before embarking on a shooting rampage. They did not seem to have aroused much suspicion at first, despite the warm spring weather. An Arab bartender at the restaurant told Israel's Channel 2 television network they looked, quote, like lawyers. And the men pulled assault rifles out of their bags and aimed at the patrons, causing mayhem. Video footage showed customers fleeing in panic and a security officer repeatedly firing at one of the gunmen in a nearby street. The police identified the attackers as cousins from Yatta, which is a town south of Hebron. Security officers wounded one of the gunmen. He was taken to a nearby hospital. The second was arrested. His condition was not immediately clear. The shooting victims were not immediately identified. At least one of the dead was a woman. Several others were wounded. Tel Aviv has suffered a number of deadly attacks since a wave of, uh, of Palestinian assaults began last October in Jerusalem and spread to cities around Israel. More than two dozen Israelis and two American visitors have been killed in those attacks, most killed in stabbings, though there also have been several shootings. One of the... Um, that was the New York Times initial report. Now, of course, the names of the victims have been released. One of the uh, stories that I found this morning on the Jerusalem Post reminds us of the miraculous uh, angles that occurred during these uh, tragic and the terror-filled episodes. They write, among all the tragic accounts that emanated from Wednesday night's deadly terrorist shooting in central Tel Aviv, there was one that resulted in a miracle. Asaf Bar, one of the wounded victims in the attack by two terrorists at the upscale Sorona market, narrowly escaped the harrowing experience with his life intact. 
Barr and his girlfriend were sitting at the Max Brenner Cafe when the nearby terrorists opened fire in their direction. Barr was shot in the head and wounded, but he miraculously survived and stayed conscious throughout the terrifying events. Barr's father and his sister spoke to Israeli media and recounted his ordeal. Quote, Asaf was sitting there. They were there eating a breakfast meal, and the perpetrator, the first thing he did was to shoot two bullets at Asaf. I feel like my boy is here as a gift from God, his father marveled. He spoke to us now. He can move all his body parts. One bullet remains in his head. The other was removed. Barr's father said, praising the medical staff who treated his son. Avner Barr said his son had been conscious the whole ride to the hospital and that his girlfriend had called to notify his family, then rushed from Haifa to be with Asaf. So there's uh, always seems to be some miracle in the face of these terror attacks that in this case claimed four lives. And now we wonder, we wonder as we get closer to the holiday of Shavuos, holiday time in Israel, we wonder if in fact this is an isolated episode or if this is part of what God forbid could be a larger terror plan which we have seen before. We stand in solidarity with our brethren in Israel and again kudos to those who use social media and other means to declare that solidarity and to encourage others, Jews and non-Jews alike around the world, to focus on what our brothers and sisters in Israel go through on a regular basis. And in this case, right in the heart of Tel Aviv on a uh, Wednesday evening. 55 degrees, 62% humidity, winds are west at 11 miles per hour. Sunshine, wind today at a high temperature of 74. Then tonight, clear skies, a low of 55. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high temperature of 78 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 79. We're at 55 here in Jersey City as we say good morning. It is a Thursday at JM and the AM. Amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. Plenty more coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmandtheam.org. Strangers raising flags, seen you dressed in nation rags, seen them all turn around. Just like you, I hold my ground, but I stand quiet, I stand still, like a rock throughout the ages. I'm just a stone from your home. I'm Jerusalem Stone And I've waited all this time For you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grime For you in this land of mine
Another one of those messages that resonates in light of yesterday in Tel Aviv. Chaverim Yisrael. Just reading moments ago about the uh, some of the victims of yesterday's terror attack. In fact, uh, relatives of uh, one of the victims are from this area here in the New York, New Jersey area. And uh, in an instant, of course, in an instant, these uh, precious lives come to a halt. And we watch as the Jewish world and the free world comes together, hopefully unanimously in solidarity. And at the same time, we watch the enemy celebrate a terror episode like yesterday. What a dichotomy. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 and the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. You heard Yumi Lowy with Levado before the Simcha Liner selection. Ohad had Kolat Sadikim, Sandy Shmueli's Yassis, Kaf Al Kaf done by Lipa. Eighth day with Jerusalem Stone opening up that set. Seven o'clock in the morning, news next. Day 47 in the counting of the Omer. Shavu is coming up starting Saturday night. We will not be here Monday. Our week will begin Tuesday morning because of Yantif. Our week will begin Tuesday morning here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. הקבינט המדיני-ביטחוני מכונס כעת לדיון מיוחד בעקבות הפיגוע במתחם סרונה בתל אביב, שבו נרצחו אמש ארבעה ישראלים. שר הביטחון ליברמן סייר בצהריים בזירת הפיגוע והבטיח תגובה משמעותית ולא רק דיבורים. אני באתי קודם כל להצדיע פה לתל אביבים שסופגים אירוע לא פשוט פעם נוספת, פיגוע קשה, ולמרות זאת הם יודעים לחזור לחיים. אני לא מתכוון לדבר ולפרט על הצעדים שאנחנו מתכוונים לנקוט, בטוח שאין לי כוונה להסתפק רק בדיבורים. כתבתנו אליל שחר מוסרת כי השר לביטחון הפנים גלעד ארדן צפוי לדרוש בישיבה בין היתר שתעסוקה כמאבטח תוכר כעבודה מועדפת ליוצאי צבא. לפני הצהריים הותרו לפרסום שמות ארבעת הנרצחים ומועדי ההלוויות של חלקם. עידו בן ארי, בן 42 מרמת גן, יובא למנוחות הערב בשש בבית העלמין ביבנה. מילה מישייב, בת 33 מאשקלון, תובא למנוחות מחר בשתיים בבית העלמין הדרומי בעיר. כתבנו רמי שני שוחח עם בת דודתה. באמת שהייתה קדימה, הייתה עבדה בכל מקום. פשוט זה אחד האנשים שאנשים אהבו אותה. באמת, לא... סוף כזה לא הגיע לה. הלווייתה של אילנה נווה מתל אביב, שתוכננה תחילה להיום, נדחתה לפי שעה. והמועד הלווייתו של דוקטור מיכאל פייגה עדיין לא נמסר. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב מוסר שעשרות בני נוער ממכינת לכיש הגיעו בצהריים לזירת הפיגוע ופצחו בשירה. כאן בעקבות הפיגוע כדי להביע תמיכה והזדהות וכאב כדי לעצור כאן את השגרה לרגע ולא להמשיך הלאה כאילו שום דבר לא קרה סגן שר הביטחון אלי בן דהן מהבית היהודי מותח ביקורת חריפה על ראש עיריית תל אביב רון חולדאי שרמז הבוקר בגל"צ כי הכיבוש מוביל לפיגועים. דבריו הזויים אמר בצהריים סגן השר בן דהן. שמעתי את ראש עיריית תל אביב שהוא תולה את כל האשם בזה שכיבוש אשם או 
אנחנו לא הגענו להסכם שלום עם הפלסטינאים, ובגלל זה אנחנו סובלים מטרור. והטענה באמת ההזויה הזאת, הגיע הזמן שאנחנו, אנשי הימין נאמר, אנשי השמאל, אתם ההזויים. חולדאי אמר הבוקר בריאיון לאילנה דיין, אי אפשר להמשיך להחזיק אנשים במציאות שבה אתה כובש אותם ולחשוב שהם יגיעו למסקנה שהכל בסדר. עוד בחדשות, שרפה משתוללת כעת באזור שער הגיא, כביש מספר 1, ירושלים תל אביב נסגר למשך זמן קצר, אך נפתח לפני כמה דקות שוב. כתבנו עמוס מוהר מוסר שכוחות הכיבוי השיגו שליטה על הלהבות. ולסיום, עכשיו זה רשמי, ארז אדלשטיין מונה למאמן מכבי תל אביב בכדורסל ויכהן בתפקיד במקביל לעבודתו כמאמן הנבחרת. יושב ראש המועדון, שמעון מזרחי, אמר לאלי ישראלי ואפי טריגר, ההצהרות של ארז כי לא ירצה לעבוד בקבוצה מאחורינו. זה היה הצהרות כנראה בזמנו. באותו רגע שארז אמר שזאת שאיפה שלו לאמן במכבי וזה מה שהוא רוצה, ובאמת הדברים הלכו... במישורים מאוד מאוד חלקים, תוך 24 שעות דברים נסגרים, אז אתה מבין שהיה מפגש רצונות גדול. והערב נעביר בגל"צ בשידור חי את הקרב על אליפות המדינה בכדורסל בין הפועל ירושלים למרכבי ראשון לציון, החל ברבע לתשע. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
in the cafe Tel Aviv. In a building just outside the square, it was early summer's eve. Had a table in the open air. Two of us talking and reading Ma'ari with our friends in Tel Aviv. On the crowded avenue, people passing by would listen in, and the conversation grew. Over coffee mixed with cardamom. Sit down at our table and join the company with our friends in Tel Aviv. With our friends in Cafe Tel Aviv. Later that evening we took a walk under the lights of the fountain. Drinking coffee beneath the stars above, everything was alright, and our problems seemed to just dissolve. Had no appointments, no particular place to be, with our friends in Tel Aviv. J.M. in the A.M. Oh, yes. Cafe Tel Aviv. Good times at Cafe Tel Aviv, the Safam sings. And seems those good times may have returned quicker than some people thought. Uh, if you look online, I just shared uh, Miriam Wallach's post about the, uh, about the full cafe. That's um, right there at the spot of the terror attack from yesterday in Tel Aviv. There is something about... Uh, 
Israelis, about the Jewish people, about resilience, about uh, making sure not to let gunmen, supposedly with some agenda, who've terrorized the place and murdered people, even they don't get people's attention the next day. <clears throat> they are uh, they are thrown to the side, and people make sure to continue their day-to-day activities. There's just something about it, just unbelievable. By the way, in addition to sharing that, if you go to my Facebook page, I also put up the, uh, based on the um, uh, post by Mayor Weingarten, I put up the uh, video. So important, even as the even as we cheer on the resilience and uh, encourage people to get back to normal, so to speak, which is so difficult you can only imagine to do. Uh, in addition, uh, sometimes we hear about the news from Israel and hear about these attacks and don't realize and can't envision or visualize rather what it's like and the horror of the episode and the and people running, wondering if this will be the last seconds of their life, etc., etc. And Mayer had posted the uh, the actual security footage, closed camera, so to speak, of the uh, of the cafe where the gunman stood up and uh, started shooting, and it is just chilling, as you can imagine. So we keep in mind uh, what our brothers and sisters are always going through. This is a message that we really uh, brought to Tel Aviv back in February during our Jewish Unity Initiative in the light in light of all the terror attacks. And at the same time, we um, we remind the all of us, we remind all of us here in the United States and around the world that we have some very special brothers and sisters in Israel who are not going to stand up in any which way to the enemy. And uh, if there's anything reassuring that comes out of episodes like this, it's certainly that. Cafe Tel Aviv, that was Safam, of course. Eitan Freilach with me, Mizrach Shemesh. You heard with Lee Lion. That's done by Eitan Katz to open up the 7 o'clock hour. JM and the AM, amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. By the way, the, the parade show from Sunday which is even more exciting than I thought it was. And believe you me, I thought it was exciting. That was one exciting four and a half hours um, on Fifth Avenue. And um, the show, which I co-hosted with uh, Miriam L. Wallach, and which was produced by Mark Zomick, and had an amazing and incredible support staff behind it, um, it is such a an amazing look at New York celebrating Israel. It's such an amazing look. And if you have an opportunity, I don't know, maybe tomorrow before the big three-day yunt, if you have time to relax for an hour or so, <laughs> or whenever you have a chance, just uh, go through it. Go through the show. The video is up at NahumSiegel.com. It's on the homepage of the brand-new NahumSiegel.com with the uh, featured video department. You'll see it right there as you scroll down on the homepage. And it is really fun. It is really... Um, it is really a great celebration of Israel. And with the weather the way it was on Sunday, those of you who don't know from around the world, it was uh, pretty rainy on Fifth Avenue on Sunday. But imagine, imagine that even in those conditions, so many tens of thousands of people walked with big smiles up Fifth Avenue in support of Israel. It was really great. Uh, our programming continues at 9 o'clock with Charlie Harari and the boardroom. Michael Fragan's spin class at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Joseph features an interview with Faranak Margulies, author of Off the Derech. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. We'll feature Shifra Klein on the Shvuis All-Vegetarian edition of Joy of Kosher magazine. 
Uh, that's happening at 10.30. Live lunch at 11. Stunt show with the world according to Gorf coming up at 1 o'clock. And I saw earlier, what did I do with it? I saw earlier what Gorf plans on doing today. Here it is. He'll bridge Pesach and Shavuos with a visit by this year's recipient of the Covenant Award for Innovative and Creative Excellence in Jewish Education, the godfather, so to speak, of Jewish vocal music, Daniel Henkin. Oh, that's going to be a good episode. Plus a new episode of Torah Me Star Trek, all happening at 1 o'clock on the stream, Shavuos edition of the Stunt Show. All of Gorf's episodes available on demand on the archives if you go to NahumSiegel.com or on the NSN app. All part of the Stunt Show presentations that's happening at 1 o'clock Eastern Time today. So tune in for that. You'll be glad you did, that's for sure. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Micha Gammerman.
JM in the AM, Micha Gammerman did the bay here at JM in the AM. Uh, not the Dabay, actually. That's called Yeb Seder. Thursday morning, day 47 in the counting of the Omer. Day 47. Yeah, we are getting toward the end of the Omer, aren't we? Uh, holiday of Shavuos is uh, Saturday night. Uh, two days outside of Israel. We'll go for the one day uh, inside Israel. So that'll be Sunday. And uh, we are off the air Monday. There'll be other programming during this time slot, not of the JM and AM variety for the second day of Yuntif. Uh, back to a regular schedule Tuesday morning. And uh just have to make a note that we are back Tuesday morning here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in and join us as uh, we get set for the... Uh, what I guess will be a shorter week. And don't forget, next week is uh, is the big summer stage show. Yeah, you know, Yuntif ends Monday night. Two days later, it's the big summer stage show in Central Park with the amazing lineup. Benny Friedman's now part of it. Lipa and Zusha and uh, Cantor's uh, Hirschstick and um, and the Lemmer and Malavani. I know I'm forgetting somebody, but it's an amazing lineup. Uh, we'll talk more about it later on. And that's happening two days after Shavuos, happening Wednesday night of next week. This coming Wednesday. So keep that in mind. It's a wonderful way after a three, after being inside and cooped up for a three-day uptift. It's a wonderful way to uh, let loose and enjoy some great free Jewish music on the Central Park summer stage. So keep that in mind. Sunshine and windy weather today with a high temperature of 74. We're at 55 degrees outside right now. More coming up at JM in the AM. By the way, obviously, uh, the uh, what happened yesterday in Tel Aviv and other news items will be discussed tomorrow as uh, we explore the events of the week with Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He will join us tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time, for the weekly update. So make sure to be tuned in for that. We'll get his perspective on things. And... Um, We'll close out the week and wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos and a great Shavuos as well uh, between 6 and 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Then Naomi Nachman is going to be on tomorrow morning with Table for Two. And, of course, our Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos music mix will include some amazing Arab Yontif selections as well as we get ready for Shavuos. That's all courtesy of Mark Zomik and his very, very hard work and dedication. And we thank him. And you will be the beneficiary. We'll all be the beneficiaries of all of that since that will be going on all the way until candle lighting time uh, past 8 o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Um, on the stream at jmtheam.org. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanish Basar Rav Zebin of Yosef Alevi and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. Our forefather Avram was world-renowned for his hospitality. He was visited by three men. These three men did not have the outward appearance of being righteous. Yet, they were malachim, angels in disguise, sent by Hashem, to deliver very important messages to Avram and Sarah. The Mepharshim asked the question, why was it necessary to send these Malachim masked in the form of human beings? Couldn't the Malachim have appeared as they were, in true angel form? The answer is, their disguise teaches us that the Malachim among us, throughout all the generations, are not easily discernible. We have to be careful to know what is a good hashpa, a good influence, and an influence that is not good. The great tzaddik, Rebelio Lopian, recounted a story that happened in his youth. When he learned in the Lomshi Yeshiva, there was a beautiful huge building in the city 
that served as an old hospital. It was a building that had been built with magnificent, huge stones many years earlier. No one knew exactly how old the building was. Even the elders of the city couldn't quite remember when it had been built. He told that once the administration of the hospital invited many professors and doctors to research an unusual phenomenon that was occurring in the hospital. They found that people who had been ill and remained in the hospital for an extended period of time ultimately became sick with other diseases much different than the ones they originally came in with. The disturbing fact drove the administration to organize this meeting. The doctors and professors confirmed that this occurrence was true. They came to a unanimous conclusion. Many, many ill people had passed through the hospital building since its first day. The building had never been renovated. The illnesses of these people had ultimately become absorbed in the walls of the building. The governor of the town accepted the words of the experts, and within a few days it was decided that the building would be destroyed. After the building was taken down, workers were hired to remove the stones from the site and to take them out of the city's boundaries to be buried. Revelio Lopion noted that if this is so, with sicknesses of the goof of the body, how much more should we be concerned with an illness of the nefesh of the soul? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning, day 47 in the counting of the Omer. Achenu, always have to work Achenu in uh, somewhere on a J.M. in the A.M. broadcast following an attack like yesterday's that uh, claimed the lives of uh, our brethren in Israel in that cafe in Tel Aviv. Uh, that's Achenu from Leva Nefesh. J.M. and the A.M. reminder, we'll analyze the events of the week coming up tomorrow, starting at 7.40 in the morning with Malcolm Holmline and the weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in. Then we are off the air on Monday for the second day of Shavuos. There's a second day of Shavuos outside of Israel, and I know that our Israeli brethren are going to be upset that there's no, show to, no live show to tune into on uh, Monday, but hey... What can we do? It is the second day Yuntif outside of Israel. Tuesday morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. We'll get back into the regular week. Uh, summer stage show, Coulter Fest. The free concert is Wednesday night starting at 7 p.m. in the Central Park. That's going to be a lot of fun. Keep that on your calendar. Perfect way to get out and enjoy some great free Jewish music after the three-day Yuntif. So that's happening on Wednesday night. And um, to all the uh, all the graduates out there, and there are so many 
amazing institutions that have been holding graduations, elementary schools and high schools and colleges over the last few weeks. And June, of course, is big graduation month. To everybody graduating, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And parents and grandparents, enjoy it. Enjoy the uh, the experience. And an experience it is, I can tell you that much. <laughs> JM and the AM at 19 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning. Uh, great programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. We'll run that down for you coming up. Gorf is going to be on today. Jordan B. Gorfinkel starting at 1 p.m. this afternoon with the Stun Show. Yet another interesting edition of the Stun Show. We'll go through the entire uh, lineup and the details of what to expect today after 9 a.m. Coming up if you keep it here at JM and the AM. This is brand new from Avremo. Avram Free to JM and the AM. Oh, 
Avramo, it's Avram Freed Otsar from the CD entitled Bring the House Down that's brand new, just released. It's JM in the AM with brand new Avramo, Avram Freed. Well, this is Zusha, and you may recall the last time that Zach and Alicia were with us from Zusha. It made quite an impact out there, to say the least. Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday, a couple of days after the three-day untip, we get an opportunity to really let loose and enjoy a great concert, free concert in Central Park on the summer stage. Yiddish soul, and Zusha's part of it. Zach and Alicia, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks for having us. Are you aware of the fact that the last time you were on, it made quite a splash internationally? Hey, who did we just lose? I think we lost both of them at the same time. <laughs> I'll tell you. Maybe they didn't like the fact that I was 
talking about the international uh, impact that their most recent interview made. That could be. Whoa. Sorry about that. Well, we'll see if we can get Zusha back. Meanwhile, we have the opportunity at least to hear their amazing brand of music. If we have them back, Zach and Alicia, you there? Yeah, we're right here. I thought maybe you took offense when I mentioned uh, the comments that came in from around the world after your last appearance on JM and the AM. What were the comments that came in? Oh, all varieties, all types. People had a lot to say about you guys. You're obviously not just uh, musical personalities, but I think you're. Uh, your personalities in general are intriguing to people out there. You must get that. You, you must get that all the time. Isn't there a lot of curiosity about who Zusha is and what the group's all about? Uh, yeah, we get a lot of um, heads turning when we walk down the street together. Really interesting bunch. Yeah, <laughs> interesting bunch is yeah. right. Uh, and we can never get. We can never get. It seems, and you'll have to let me. You know, at what point in my career I'll be able to make this happen. We can never get the full. Uh, Zusha experience on the air. The third member of Zusha does not join us, just Zach and Alicia. What's that all about? You don't have a good you don't have a good answer, do you? Well Zach lives with Shlomo, so Zach why you got an idea where he is? <laughs> yeah, uh he's a hard guy to pin down. Really? But he's, he's, he's always uh he's in transit actually, you know, he's uh He's always on the move. He's a mover, thank God, you know. It's a miracle that he'll be there on Wednesday night. It <laughs> would definitely be a miracle. It would we, actually, we actually have one of those, uh, you know, leashes that, that extends a really long way. Just to make sure he sticks around for the whole show, huh? Absolutely. We have a, we have a tracker, basically, on our phone. <laughs> <laughs> we won't see him until uh, we're on stage. <laughs> well, I mean, I asked you this last time, and if I didn't ask it directly, then I certainly uh, alluded to it. Uh, how is it that you guys made it? Why is it that uh, that a style of Jewish music that we were not introduced to until Zusha came out has made such an impression on the Jewish music world? How do you explain it? Well, there's a there's a search for something original here, and you know everyone wants to feel original. Everyone wants to feel like they're doing something. New, they're bringing something new to the world, and that's—I feel like—that's what we're doing. We're we're trying to be ourselves, and not trying to be like anyone else. So I think people are responding to that. Uh, aside from the spirituality, not to toss it aside, and I know that the inspiration and spirituality are very important in terms no, of no, toss it, toss it away, toss it away in terms <laughs> in terms of your presentation. But musically, where would you place you guys musically if we were categorically trying to define? Zusha, where would it be on the music scale, so to speak? Well, it's, 
it's kind of like trying to define yourself, and, and it's it's hard to say because it, it feels like an evolution. It feels like, you know, we started out doing mostly folk music, and then we sort of got into a little bit of reggae. I mean, for us, it's about exploring who we really are, and, and, and that, I guess, in turn takes, takes the music in a lot of directions. It's been a year since Yiddish Soul. What type of year has it been for you? Seriously, is it, is it one where the gigs just keep on coming and the popularity keeps on growing? What's it been like since the last time we saw you in Central Park? Thank God we've been, we've been running around the world. Um, you know, we released a new album since the last uh, concert, um, Kavana, which uh, has a bunch of new songs. And we've been you know, growing the community and growing the, the family, uh, the Zisha family. We went to yeah, you know, Alicia got, got engaged recently. Hey, Mazel Tov to you. Thanks. What's clearly the number one uh, favorite off of Kavana, which is the song that uh, you know seems to be the most requested when you guys are on stage from that album? I would say Mashiach. That's the yeah, one, huh? Is a hit. There you go. Uh, it, it must have been an interesting feeling for you because, and I'm talking about last year's summer stage event, because uh, clearly, uh, I would say there were people from I don't know twenty five and over that were um, uh, you know that were there for a variety of reasons because there's so many different acts and such a diverse lineup, which is really incredible. It's amazing how this diverse lineup, which often does not work when it comes to summer stage and Yiddish soul, for some reason it just comes together. I mean, you could have you know the the hottest Jewish music stars with the greatest cantors, and it all seems to work, which is pretty amazing. But there's no question, I'm sure you felt it, that there was a group of people there that were clearly there for you guys. Uh, teenagers, people in their 20s, and others as well. So you are basically bringing your your own following with you as you go around. That must be a good feeling. Yeah, well, it feels, it feels like it's a really, you know, because we sort of, you know, on the younger side of things, um, we sort of represent that eclectic bunch of, of you know, a, a whole mult, a mix of, of inspirations from, you know, religiously as well, from, you know, from Siddhis and you know, Soloveitchik and uh, basically across the spectrum. And I, I think that translates into the music as well, like to, to be inspired from, from all sorts of genres and then to try and bring that together. I feel like, you know, the young people really respond to that, that, that be yourself and, and be okay with, with what's happening around you and, and learn from it, inspire, be inspired from it. Being, uh, uh, actually, I should say, speaking with Zach and Alicia of Zusha with us here at JM the AM, summer stage event is coming up on Wednesday night, Yiddish Soul, presented by the Folksbian Theater and the, um, and the Museum of Jewish Heritage. It's an amazing event, 72nd Street, 5th Avenue in New York City, on the Central Park summer stage, and it's absolutely free, and Zusha's going to be there. Uh, who are your the, the the our spies tell us our <laughs> our spies have reported to us that that members of Zusha are often delving into the Hasidic works that uh, that's that's how you spend a lot of your downtime is that is that all three members or or some more than others in terms of that yeah I think we're all kind of uh, in our in our own way um, exploring Hasidic. Life and and uh, tradition and Torah, uh, you know that's how we each kind of came together. We each on very different um, religious and spiritual journeys, um, and we found but we found a um, connection in our yearning. Uh, I mean that's that's where the music comes from. It comes from this 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 rutzon, this deeper rutzon, this deeper will to you know to connect and to and to make meaning and to make sense 
um, of what what our Jewish experience is in, in 2016. Which is the favorite Hasidic work? Which which is your go-to Hasidic work? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure we can publicize that. One of the best questions I've ever asked. I have to say. <laughs> uh, we 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 delve into we get into like every Nachman's a big one, like the Marinayim and um, the uh, the Chosim and the Blin. Those are obviously Chabad's very inspiring, and then we and then we throw our wrench in it with uh, Meachi Lua. Wow! So they're all in your top ten. Uh, I mean, each each new Hasidus is like, wow! How did I not know about this before? Yeah. What is the, um, and I know you have a following among those who are, you know, from the secular world, or you can call them what you wish. What is, what is your impression of the reaction among those who traditionally are not very Hasidic or are not usually inspired by Jewish music tunes? I think people, as long as it's coming from an authentic place, people will respond to that. No matter what language it's in, whether they understand the words or not. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean Especially the Nagunim that don't have any words where you can really just, you know, everyone's, you know, Starbucks just started, just picked up a couple of our songs. So I'm, I like to imagine people drinking coffee in, in Texas and, and listening to <laughs> listening to our Nagunim and, and just imagining, imagining what that experience is like. And, uh, I, I don't think, think they drink coffee in Texas, by the way. Is this a very local phenomenon because of the, uh, well-known New York hip scene, or is this, uh, or are you getting plenty of attention in cities around the world? We just said, uh, I got reached out to by Russia. Huh. How do you like that? Yeah, right? Uh, What's that journey going to be like? I assume you'll take advantage and head on over there at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the end of June, so it's uh, yeah. pretty exciting. And boy, oh boy. I mean, it's, that's, uh, that's the blessing of the music. It's really introduced us to all, you know, all sorts of people around the world and, and to really get a sense of who they are and by extension who we are you know we really we know who we are by being around difference so, so it's been a blessing hey do you agree by the way after last year's experience it's pretty amazing watching some traditional cantors and some jewish music stars and uh you know lipa and, and guys like yourselves and somehow with that diverse lineup which so often does not work it comes together to be a great show it, yeah, I think it's awesome. It's totally awesome because it's like when else and how else would we all kind of come together and sing and connect? And it's really special to be able to do it um, through Yiddish, which is you know this communal heritage we you know we each have. You guys enjoy Lipa's music? Lipa, Lipa? yes, of course. Who doesn't? Right? Any big surprises for Wednesday night? Or it has to remi- has to remain a surprise. Surprises. It's all it's all one big surprise, huh? You you yourselves might be shocked. <laughs> yeah, well, we, if Sloan was there, we'll be shocked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry, I'm getting the same feeling. Uh, Zach, Zach and Alicia, welcome, or I should say invite everybody to be part of Yiddish Soul. Wednesday night, two nights after Shavuos, this coming Wednesday, June the 15th, starting at 7 p.m. at the Central Park Summer Stage. That is 72nd and 5th Avenue in New York City. Benny Friedman's been added to the lineup. That's pretty cool, mm. right? Yes. The, Mac- the, Maccabee- the Maccabees are going to be there. I bet they're your favorite a cappella group. They are. 
Cantor's Natanel Hershtick, Yankee Lemmer, and the classic Joseph Malavani, and of course Lipa and Zusha together with musical supervisors Alma Malatek and director Avrami Garari, plus some amazing musicians which include Frank London and Yaron Gershevsky and so many others. Uh, gentlemen, I look forward to seeing you again this coming Wednesday night. It's going to be quite a show, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing everybody come out of all ages uh, to come out on Wednesday night and uh, check out Zusha. Absolutely. We hey, can't, we can't make you come into the studio, man. I wish you guys would come into the studio, but in that case, we need the full. We need the full band. We need the full yeah, orchestra. We're and uh, and enjoy Shavuos. I can only imagine how many Hasidic works you're going to be going through on Saturday night. Amen. Good Yantif. Good to you, Zach and Alicia from Zusha, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
J.M. and the A.M., the aforementioned Mashiach selection from Zusha. I want to thank Zach and Alicia of Zusha, who joined us uh, again here at J.M. and the A.M. for a landmark interview. Much appreciated. Five minutes after 8 o'clock, Yiddish Soul is Wednesday night on the summer stage in the Central Park, 72nd Street and the 5th Avenue. Benny Friedman's been added, by the way, to that lineup, which is pretty cool. You'll be able to see him in concert. Tomorrow here at JM in the AM, a weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us. We'll analyze the events of the week, including this terrorist attack in Tel Aviv, which has um, really pierced the heart of the Jewish world. Whether it's because it's Tel Aviv or because it's been a while since an attack like this, or whatever the reason might be, uh, it has certainly pierced the collective Jewish heart and a lot of uh, a lot of love and and uh, positive feelings are heading from the diaspora to Israel in many which ways um, in solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. And it's amazing to see how the how the location where this attack happened yesterday is now filled with people spending their Thursday defiantly enjoying a day in Tel Aviv. Pretty remarkable, I must say. Amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. And don't forget, you can comment on the app all through the show. Uh, the Boardroom with Charlie Harari is on at 9 o'clock. Then Spin Class with Michael Fragan. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Joseph will feature an interview with Faranak Margolis, author of Off the Derech. That's Life with Mary Mel Wallach at 10.30. We'll feature Schiffer Klein on the Shavuos All Vegetarian Edition of Joy of Kosher magazine. After the live lunch, it's The World According to Gorf on the Stun Show. And Gorf will have... Daniel Henkin, who is the winner, recipient of the Covenant Award for Innovative and Creative Excellence in Jewish Education, the godfather of Jewish vocal music, according to Gorf, and that is a very, very good way of saying it. Daniel Henkin is his guest, plus a new episode of Torah Me Star Trek, <laughs> all happening between 1 and 2 o'clock Eastern Time with, uh, with Jordan B. Gorfinkel and the world according to Gorf during the stunt show. So great programming on our stream all day long. I hope you take advantage Everybody takes advantage and enjoys it. Ofi Nat is out with a brand new pre-Shvua single. It's called Kimi Tzion, and this is JM in the AM. Shin 
醉咯，你阿妹，你阿妹边都傻碎。
מליאת מליאת מימור עמי, ממנה נילי, ממנה נילי מילי.
Simcha Liner, Kanfei Nisharim here at JM in the AM. That comes off of SL2. Uh, Shlemy Gertner before that uh, with the uh, Imena Nili Mili selection. Ofi Nat Kimitzion, that's brand new. It's a single. It just came out in the celebration of Shavuos, which begins this coming Saturday night. We're getting ready for that. And uh, before we get to Shavuos, a reminder, we have amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmnam.org. Tomorrow we will feature the weekly update and talk about the events of this week. Just reading some of the articles that the Jerusalem Post has posted about uh, today in Tel Aviv. Barely 12 hours ago, Margalit Bergman was sitting at this very table when the two quote-unquote wealthy Italian businessmen in fancy suits and skinny ties opened fire, murdering four people in one of the most shocking terror attacks in Israel in years. On Thursday morning, still traumatized and shaking off the sleeping pills she took the night before, Bergman decided to return to the scene of the crime. Her friends told her that it might help her deal with the shock and help her feel safe again at the Serona Market, a regular hangout spot across the street from her job at the government complex across the street. As Bergman told it, she and her friends had just sat down at the Benedict restaurant and hadn't even ordered food when the shooters sat down a few tables away. She heard a shot and then chaos ensued. We heard one shot and then they stood up and started shooting at everyone. We ran the other way as fast as we could, but it's all luck. It's all fate that I'm still alive. Bergman and a friend got separated, and she said she instinctively ran towards the Defense Ministry headquarters, hoping to find soldiers with rifles who could come save the day. En route, she said two young men saw her and gave her water and had her sit with them as the shock washed over her. Bergman said the shooters looked like rich businessmen, not like Haredis, like some people said. They were wearing these nice, shiny suits with ties and suitcases. They looked like they were foreign businessmen coming to buy up the Serona market like businessmen except for the guns, and the, quote, cold, calm look on their faces as they fired everywhere, Bergman said. The terror attack Wednesday hit a soft target with lax security that with its boutique stores and fancy restaurants seems almost a cliche of the detached upscale Tel Aviv bubble. It'd perhaps be a bit of a push to say that the bubble was burst Wednesday night just looking around Serona the morning after. If it wasn't for the hordes of local and foreign press and the politicians trickling in and out, you might think it was business as usual. There were no visible bullet holes, no broken glass, no blood stains or police tape to be seen. The terror attack already cleaned up and pushed to the side in the classic example of stubborn Israel insistence to return to normal after sudden and deadly tragedy. There were uh, more police on the scene, including an especially large deployment of Yassam Special Police Patrolmen strolling around. Um... Strolling around the complex, as is typically the case, security was stricter the morning after the attack. Part of this is to the people like Tal Sharabi, 22 years old, a waiter at Benedict. On Wednesday, he wasn't working, but said he came 10 minutes after hearing about the gunshots to check on his co-workers. He said for hours, they searched in a panic for the hostess who fled during the shooting and was feared dead until she reappeared around midnight. Tal said he and his co-workers stayed there till 4 a.m. cleaning up the blood and police tape, helping return things to like new. They also collected all the things left behind, credit cards and phones, and assorted personal items left behind in the mayhem. Sharabi looked fatigued and shaken behind his air of defiance. It's a terrible feeling. In one of the videos, you see one of our customers who just a moment earlier was talking to us, and he's shot dead, and they shoot him again to confirm the kill. Asked if he thought if it was odd to return to normal so quick, he said it's strange, but we live this every day already. We can't put our lives on hold. We must do this. We can't let terrorists stop our lives. Wow. J.M. and the A.M. on this day 47 in the counting of the Omer, thinking of our brothers and sisters in Tel Aviv and all of Israel on this Thursday morning. Great programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Keep that in mind. NSN app gives you the ability to comment at any point uh, during our presentation. Keep that in mind as well. And uh, make sure to be tuned in all day long to jmtheam.org. 
J.M. in the A.M., one of the classic Shavuos selections here on a J.M. in the A.M. pre-Shavuos Thursday. Holiday begins on Saturday night. Wishing everybody a wonderful Chag Shavuot. Tomorrow, I'm sure, Yudin will have uh, words both about Parshas Bamidbar for those of us outside of Israel, because in Israel we do not read Bamidbar this Shabbos. Uh, he'll have words about Parshas Bamidbar, and of course the two-day holiday of Sukkot, or rather Shavuos, the two-day holiday of Shavuos. In Israel, it'll be a one-day holiday of Shavuos. Anyway, all that tomorrow. Rabbi Yudin will address us, and uh, that'll be about 8.15 tomorrow morning after our weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in at JM and the AM. Great programming on our stream all day long today at jmtheam.org. We'll go through the lineup coming up. Please keep in mind, Nachala Rochel Batchana. Nachala Rochel Batchana for a Shlema. That's much appreciated. Nachala Rochel Batchana. And again, we thank you for that. 25 minutes before 9 o'clock, 55 degrees, sunny and windy weather today with a high temperature of 74. It's day 47 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 47, Baruch Levine is next. This is JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Rabbi Sons with uh, Al Mosaic. You heard Hashem Melech done by the cast of the Waterbury Yeshiva album. Baruch Levine with Bowie Vishalom. Thursday morning, J.M. in the A.M. 47 is the day in the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Thanks for joining us for a J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning experience. Thursday morning means we have a full day of programming coming up on our stream at jmtheam.org. And I hope everybody out there tunes in and stays tuned in. The NSN app is a great way to do so. The boardroom with Charlie Harari starts 10 minutes from now, right after JM and the AM. The topic is how to be better at anything you do. Spin class with Michael Fragan. Michael will cover a whole bunch of topics, including New York State fighting BDS. Uh, game on in the general election. Does Trump really think he can win New York? And give bigotry no sanction, persecution no assistance. All these themes coming up. With Michael Fragan starting at 9.30 on Spin Class here at the jmnam.org. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Joseph has an interview with Faranak Margolis, author of Off the Derech. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. We'll feature Schiffer Klein and the Shavuos All-Vegetarian edition of Joy of Kosher Magazine. Live lunch at 11 and then at 1 o'clock, The World According to Gorf. Jordan B. Gorfinkel. He'll bridge Pesach and Shavuos with a visit from this year's recipient of the Covenant Award for Innovative and Creative Excellence in Jewish Education, the godfather of Jewish vocal music himself, Daniel Henkin, is Gorf's guest. Plus a new episode of Torah Me Star Trek, all starting at 1 o'clock today on the stream at jmnam.org, a pre-Shavuos edition of the Stun Show, and we are looking forward to it. That should be a lot of fun. We debuted this earlier this morning here at JM in the AM. It is the uh, opening selection from the brand new, oh, wait a second, there we go. It is the opening selection from the brand new Avremo, Avram Freed uh, album. The album is entitled Bring the House Down. This is Itcha Ani, brand new Avremo, Avram Freed. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Oh. 
Shlomo Katz, amazing selection to wrap up a Thursday. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange. WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday here at JM the AM. You know how you... Whatever. It wraps up a Thursday here at JM in the AM. Uh, tomorrow, all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Amazing programming, including Charlie Harari, who's next, so make sure to be tuned in. Tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m., and Malcolm Holmline will join us for the weekly update. I hope you'll be with us as well. Uh, and then Shabbos before Shavuos, and then the holiday of Shavuos will commence um, on Saturday night. We'll be off Monday, back Tuesday morning here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.